Pickaxe. Um, I'm going to pat my belly. Ah, oh, that's better. Okay. <sighs> I got. <laughs> it's almost believable that I need my belly to be pat, to be patted, like at certain times during the day. <laughs> Otherwise, I get like really ill. It's like, oh, it's it's time for Simon's belly pat. <laughs> Can you imagine that we're in we're in a pub somewhere? And it's time for my belly patting, and I have to I have to lie down on the floor in the busy bar, and you have to just pat my belly for me. Oh my god, I cannot wait for this day. I cannot wait for this day. <laughs> you have to explain to people. Oh, it's it's all right. It won't take long. I've I've just got to pat his belly. <laughs> it's all right. It won't take long. I like the way that's the first thing you explain to them. Like, sorry, we're taking up your manageable time here, not like trying to explain, you know, anything like why why you have to do it. You know, there's no embarrassment there. No, it's like, you know, you have to be matter of fact about these things. <laughs> Simon, he just needs his belly patting. Just hang on, hang on. There we go. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pod. Honeydew's about to tell us of the time he got electrocuted. I've been electrocuted, but you can go first. Okay, so I was at um, a pal's house. Who? Um, he He's called James, actually. It's a different James to the other James I've mentioned. Okay. Are all your friends called James? Yes, yes. Except, well, there's Jimmy and Jimbo and Jim Bob. We were born in a time when there were a lot of Jameses. I remember there were at least four Jameses in my class when I was at school. When I was born, I was actually called James. But right. I had to change my name by default okay. to Simon. <laughs> okay, I was at a friend's house, and it was a really old building in the countryside. It was like hundreds of years old. Uh, electricity was put in um, in like the 50s, and it hadn't been updated since then. So it's got really shitty wiring in a really old house that wasn't built to have wiring in it. And it was the middle of the night. We were sat around. We might have taken some substances that affect how your mind works, let's just say. Oh, God. Uh, how old were you? I was thinking you were about 13. I don't know. No, no, no. I was in my 20s, certainly. Early 20s. Oh, God. Some point. So you're about my age. <laughs> you're not in your so early twenties, are you? You're in your mid twenties. Shut up. So at this pal's house, might have smoked something. Was it just so, you and him smoking weed? No, no, there was quite a few people. We'd had bacon sandwiches and stuff after being in, after going to the pub. Right. And we had a few more drinks and a smoke. We were sat around in a very bright kitchen. Satting around. Ele- 
yeah, setting around. The electricity Why wasn't working in, in a lot of the rest of the house. always sit in kitchens at parties? Have you noticed how people always tend to, like, stand around in the kitchen? It's a cool place to be. It's, it's, where, it's, like, it's where the, the drinks are kept. So, like, people just exactly. sort of follow other people there. So there was there was a problem with the like the electricity and the lighting in some rooms of the house that hadn't been fixed, and I wander off on my own to find the toilet, and I was a little bit unfamiliar with this house, and I'm wandering around in the dark upstairs, trying to find the loo, um, and it's it was a really spooky room because it had like stuffed animals in it. And it was dark, and you could just see like the outlines of a stuffed beaver and stuff. Right. You know, with so, its little so eyes, okay. kind of staring. So at let you. me set the scene. It's 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 about midnight, or, or probably about one in the morning. It's probably about two or something. Probably in about the two in the morning. You come back from the pub with James and some of your mates. No attractive girls there, obviously. You're standing around, sit, sat in around in the kitchen, smoking a joint. You get sat in around. You need to have a pee, so you head upstairs in the dark, you know, fumbling around. You're a bit paranoid because of the weed and the alcohol, and you're a bit tired, and you're a bit sort of... You've obviously, it's been quite a distance to get up the, the sort of rickety old stairs of this old house to the to the bathroom. You're not quite sure where you are. You've stumbled yeah. into some room with some, some stuffed animals in it. The floorboards okay. creak. The stuffed animals staring at me. You can no longer see the, the you know, or hear the, the sounds of your friends at the kitchen. Exactly. It was the it wind was dark and whistles silent under and, the door. And I'm like walking through this. This this room seemed just so long. It just seemed to go on forever. And it was a bit. I was almost tripping over some old rugs that were lying down on the floorboards. You were tripping. I was tripping. There were these weird stuffed animals just fucking everywhere, like on the walls. It was weird. Nailed and to the walls. And I can see, I can see like an outline ahead of me, a rectangular outline that seems darker than the rest of the the darkness around me. And I can see, you know, that's that's clearly a room, and that's probably the toilet. So I'm heading towards that that pitch black outline ahead of me, and I reach it, and it's now very, very, very dark. I can't see fucking anything at all. And I've got like a, ha- a hand on the door frame, and I'm trying to find the light switch. Okay, we're coming of close this was, to the. Uh, this is before the, the days of mobile phones, when people would just use their mobile phone as like a flashlight. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. Your mobile yeah, phone was probably about the size idea. of a small suitcase back then. No, that was the battery. The battery was the the suitcase. <laughs> so you had to carry that around with the phone. So I've got my hand on the door frame and I'm fumbling, trying to find where the light switch is. Because I'm assuming that it's outside of the, the toilet. So I'm looking for this light switch and suddenly somebody grasps my hand in the darkness. Dun, and dun, puts dun. Their hand, someone puts their hand tightly around my fingers and they're gripping on really hard. And I'm struggling to get my hand away. But I can't. They've got it gripped really tight, and I'm panicking. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. I'm just too scared to to say a word. I don't know who this is. Who's got me gripped in this? It's just so weird and scary. <laughs> and I managed to wrestle my hand away. Right. And right. I'm like, I'm wildly right. looking around and not really reacting. I'm, 
I'm sweating and I'm clammy. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And um, I managed to find where the light switch is. And I flick it on. And I see outside next to the door frame a hole in the wall with wires coming out of it. That was what had gripped my hand. I put my hand into this hole touching the bare wires that electrocuted me and it felt like someone was holding me. That's terrifying, Simon. Isn't that horrible? That's terrifying. Oh my god. I've got a much better story than that. Have you? Not quite as as nightmarishly terrifying though. Bloody hell. <laughs> this is when I was about 20 living in a student house. We had one bathroom that was downstairs and the light bulb went in it. It's always the fucking bathroom, isn't it? It's and always the, the bathroom. <laughs> right? So the light bulb had gone in it. So obviously, like students, we just sort of didn't do anything about it. We replaced the light bulb, but it didn't make any difference. So we went for about two weeks having, like, candles in there. So, you know, like, you're taking a dump by candlelight. It's kind of pretty weird. And stuff like oh, that. That's so romantic. That's pretty weird. Uh, anyway, it came time... Your girlfriend's sort of... there, holding your hand. <laughs> she's taking a shit. Came time she's, like, to, like, sat in the it. bath. She sat in a bath with, like, Stop. all these oils and it, this it foam. Wasn't that big. And she's holding your bath. hand. <laughs> it didn't have a bath. This is just shower. She'd be, she'd be standing in the shower, holding my hand. Standing in the shower, holding your hand whilst you're on the toilet, having a dump. Anyway, because we didn't have a lock on our bathroom door either, because... Previously, we'd managed to lock the bathroom door from the other side and couldn't get in. It was it was really weird how we managed to do it because it was like a I don't know how we did it in fact, but it was locked and we could get in. So we had to like bash the door down. So the door was kind of slightly off its hinges anyway. The so is... you've got a shared bathroom in a student house. It's <laughs> always candle lit with yeah. no lock on the door. That is so yeah. weird. But the door was kind of slightly off its hinges, so you just had to like lift the door back into position when you went in the bathroom. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wouldn't it be easier just to go into the back garden and take your shit? <laughs> like on the lawn or something. Anyway, we went in the bathroom, took the door off its hinges, got like a stool from the kitchen, and I was like fiddling around with the light fixture. Obviously because the light had been turned on and off at switched so many times. Um, we weren't quite sure what whether the light bulb was on or off. So when I was fiddling with the electrics, I thought, you know, it'd be dangerous to have it on, so we want to make sure it's off. So we looked at the other light switches in the house to see which, which way is off, obviously, because that's how it works, isn't it? So we switched it to the off setting. I was fiddling around with the wires, and I realised one of the wires had come loose. So I reconnected it and got a massive jolt of mains electricity, whatever it is, 240 volts, got blown off the stool I was standing on, like, crashed into the door and fell onto the floor. Holy shit. And I, like, passed out. But it was a weird sensation because <gasps> I've been electrocuted a few times in my life. Like, one time when we were on Duke of Edinburgh, I was climbing over an electric fence and I didn't realise it was an electric fence because I touched it, right, and it wasn't electric. It didn't electrocute me, so I was like, oh, that's fine. So I touched it again. I was like, oh, it can't be electric. So I started to climb over it. But electric fences don't have continuous electricity. They have pulsing. Mm. So they only pulse like once yeah. every second or something. So if you just touch it and let it go, it won't electrocute you. So I got about halfway over the fence and suddenly I felt this massive jolt of electricity in my like leg. 
and then like oh God. completely just wouldn't it be horrible spasmed. if your balls were like touching it and it shocked you in the balls well it was it was oh. my upper leg and I got one in the upper leg like um, one on my arm one on my hand as I like pushed myself off it oh it was awful but the thing is every time that happens I sort of felt my heart like oh my like god the pain in my heart a little bit and it was the same thing I felt when I got blown off the chair when I was cha- when I was fucking with my bathroom light fixture it's, I have I've had the same sensation as well on 9-11 my heart felt felt like it stopped I felt such pain in my heart, Lewis, such pain. Well, there is a there is a sort of phenomenon, isn't there, when something really like shock you see something really shocking, or or um, or something happens really quick, or you get shocked, your heart does like suddenly pound in your chest, doesn't it? It's that sort of reaction. But I think it was more to do with the electricity, the thing I felt. But it might not be. Yeah. It might have just been yeah. the sh- the awareness of me that I'd just been electrocuted and that that shock, rather than. You should have been stoned at the time when you were electrocuted. Because I mean, I was I wasn't affected by it at all. I was just so sedated at the time that it had no effect on me whatsoever, or did it? It hits you pretty hard. Maybe I was mains, normal. Mains electricity before. hits you bloody hard. Well, it's an old house, so it might not have been the strongest electricity. It might have been like really old electricity from the nineteen <laughs> fifties. That just been humming around the house for fifty odd years. The ghost of electricity, you mean? Like yeah, electricity ghost. The ghost of electricity. <laughs> <laughs> really old. It was weird though because it, I did feel like I couldn't let go. It just gripped me, and sometimes apparently that's what it's like. You just can't let go. It, it, I guess because you know it's mus- it fucks with your muscles, doesn't it? It causes them to spasm and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I guess that's probably why I lost my... Well, I probably didn't get thrown off the chair. I think I just, in my shock and Did fear... Did you shit yourself? No, I Did didn't. It, you're like, I did, like, oh, black out for a few a minutes. Story. And I didn't realise where I was Did someone find you? First. And they're like, oh, Lou, All my friends so were there with me. Happened? They just didn't catch me when I fell off the chair. They were, like, observing oh, my they progress. They laughed at you when you told them about it. It's like the same thing, like, with the electric fence. Like, once I'd gone over the electric fence, I had to get back over that electric fence because the other three people I was on Drink of Edinburgh with had seen me, like, spasm, like, ju- like jerking <laughs> over this fence. And they went, we're not, we're not coming over. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. You should have said, it's fine. Really? Really, <laughs> guys, it's fine. You know, as you're crying... And as it feels like you're having a heart attack, heart's pounding away. Have you ever been tasered? No, I haven't been I've tasered. I've been tasered. Why would I have been tasered? Why have you been tasered? What I've are you doing? I've been tasered a few times. One of my friends, he's Dave, he's got a taser and he's got like, a caution, all sorts of dangerous weapons. Are you fucking kidding? No. What? You've got a mate called Dave yeah. who has a taser. Yeah, he and tasered he likes me to shock several times. It. Wow, it's really quite painful. He tasered me in the leg. My God, it hurt! And then he tasered me in the arm. What? I was must this admit, like in though, the pub or something? I'll tell you it's what like, hurt hey guys, the most. You never guess what I got. I'll tell you what hurt the most. You're though. like drinking your pint. The actual tasering itself isn't so bad, but the thing is, a taser has these two like sharp barbs on it, and they like dig in. Oh yeah. So that's what actually hurt, because he poked me with this fucking taser. The two sharp barbs like dug into my leg, and, like bruised me. And then he like hit the tase button, and 
I mean, that was that was pretty bad, but it was like, ow, those, those barbs, like, you know, they kind of hurt afterwards as well. What the fuck? you got a crazy friend who tasers you. Is he called Crazy Dave? No, he's just called Dave. Does he sell things at the Everyone back of his car? Everyone knows someone called Dave, don't they? He's got very large speakers in the back of his car. He probably couldn't fit anything to sell in them. I, I, reckon ev- I recommend everyone should try it. What else have I had done to me? Have you been what? pepper sprayed before? I've been pepper sprayed. No! What the fuck? Is this your friend Dave again? No, no, I was on, um, when I was in cadets, army cadets at school. What else? So that uh, you know the effects of it. It's like how, if you're in the army, you have to sit in a hut, tear gas going off. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I did was I went on a, a camp called SAS Camp, which stands for Special Air Service, and they're the kind of elite units of the British Army, and we were trained by well, some of them. And this this camp was like pretty rare. I think it was once only every once every couple of years, and it was very hard, notorious for being very tough. Anyway, and I was reading this article in like Telegraph recently. It was by this chap who was in a, in Afghanistan. He was like a platoon commander or something. He was only about my age, twenty five or something, and he he'd recently died, and they published some of his pages from his journal. Um, and he obviously hadn't been out there long. He'd been out there a couple of weeks. And they were talking about... he was. It was all sort of in army lingo with all acronyms and talking about certain types of things. And I recognised quite a lot of it from my time in cadets. And one of the things I recognised, there's two types of biscuits you get given as part of the rations when you're in army. Um, and if you're out on manoeuvres and things. And they're called biscuit brown and biscuit fruit. Okay? Yes. So biscuit brown is anal blockage, <laughs> which basically means you don't shit, and biscuit fruit is laxative. Um, and obviously, you can have a lot of fun with new people who don't know this. <laughs> but uh, as you know, I remember being on exercise and like just eating nothing but biscuit brown for a week and then like coming back home and just what the fuck sitting on the toilet for about an hour (laughs) (laughs) man but Uh, by candlelight (laughs) man why were you eating them for a week I mean what the fuck because we didn't have access to any toilets when we were out in the wild well for a week no we were on exercise couldn't you just gone into like well, it depends, doesn't it? I mean, we were out. The, if you know when you're coming back, you can usually stay. You can usually survive for a, you know, a certain amount of days without taking a shit. So I mean, that was. I mean, it's pretty odd that that's all you ate for a week. Did you not think of going to get some fish and chips or a nice curry from something? I did have some other stuff, but really not not very much at all. Actually, you could be a great um, leader of men one day, Lewis. You could be Prime Minister. They were good times, you know, when I was in cadets and stuff. Looking back looking back at it, it was really good for me. But when I was actually doing it, it was the worst thing in the world. It's made you the man that you are today. Now, fuck me. Have I ever told you about the time I went laughing? Because, oh my god, it was awful. It was awful. Have I ever told you Did about you this? Did you dress up? <laughs> yeah. Of course I did. I was um, 
I was Zephos. I felt when I when I saw you like the other week, I felt like you were LARPing, being like an Essex boy twat. (laughs) 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 Those sunglasses you had on, my god, dude, they're awesome. My Oakleys are awesome. Don't diss the Oakleys, man. Oh dear, it was like Geordie LaForge's visor but made into a pair of sunglasses. They are great, those sunglasses. I've had them for like three years. They're great. Okay, LARPing. Let's talk Um, about your LARPing. Now, people who... I guess a lot of people don't know what LARPing is for a start. And a lot of people have misconceptions of what it is. And I didn't really know what to expect, okay, when I went LARPing. And I went with a couple of my friends that I met when I was at uni. So I went with them. Because they were quite regular What is LARPing, Lewis? You tell me what it is. I've never heard of LARPing before. You tell me. Um, LARPing is live-action role-playing. It's a bit like Dungeons & Dragons, but instead of sitting in someone's basement rolling dice, you're actually out in the wild, like in woods or somewhere outside, and you're dressed in character, and you're acting in character the whole time. Precisely. Now, everyone's seen this stuff on TV and in movies of, like, people doing it and being really, really embarrassing. Like, nerds holding embarrassing swords and just being embarrassing. (laughs) Yeah, like wooden swords and shields. And, oh, they're dressed up like they would be at, like, a comic con. Some kind of, like, convention of fantasy stuff. Now, I dressed up like someone out of that. I feel that I, with my cadet army training, <laughs> with doing all this stupid shit that I did when I was in sick form and stuff, and when I, 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 I paintballed quite a lot as well. So I'm, you know, I'm not bad. At, I'm not a bad shot. I'm not a bad. I don't, I'm not bad at manoeuvring and running around in the forest. I'm quite fit. I thought, you know, LARPing, how hard can it be, right? LARPing, what well, I found, it was a bit like paintball. But instead of being hit by painful paintballs, you get hit by painful swords, okay? Because the way we did it when we went LARPing was we everyone had these polystyrene swords that were custom... Well, not custom-made, but specially made, so you can hit someone with it very hard and not do any serious damage. But you can cause them quite a bit of pain, okay? Now, I was, like, dueling some of the people that I went with because they had like their own little legion of people which was I can't remember what they were called but the banner was like a, it was like a black banner with a red fist on it and I was like I went in at like level one okay like the lowest level and I had to create my character and stuff beforehand and send it off and they sent me back some like laminated cards hang on how can you so that you're a level one how does that affect you having a sword fight with someone ah, I'm not sure okay. how that works the way it works is like this if I'm a level one I can train a certain amount of skills So, for example, I can have armour. Now, and I can train certain weapon skills. And they will allow me to carry certain items. But you have to carry the equivalent item and you have to actually carry it. So, for example, if I wanted to say I'm wearing plate mail, you have to wear plate mail. And if you wanted to wear plate mail, it's not actually plate mail, though, is it? It's like cardboard. No. In this case, it was... Replica plate mail. I'm not kidding. Yes. Right. No. It was heavy as he- as all so kind of shit. You're actually wearing metal. Shit. There were people who had plate mail there, and they were mental. They looked like medieval knights. They looked like they come out of some sort of reenactment. 
I swear to, swear to God, they were slow, big, huge, clankering monsters of people, right? It was mad. Do people have, like, potions? Do they have, like, health potions? Hold on! Around with them? <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's so much to tell you here. There's so much to tell you. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Where to begin? There's so much to tell you. This is so this exciting. Is amazing. Right, anyway, sorry. So, for example, okay, wow. so let's just go with the example that I am a level one, and I had um, ring mail. Okay, what class okay, were you? So I had the basic armour ring mail, which meant I had to wear ring mail. Okay. And my friend had a set ring of mail. ring mail, so I wore it. My god. Of course you This did. thing weighs about <laughs> of 20 kilos. Did. I swear to Christ. Here, Lewis, buy my yeah. set of ring mail. He had Borrow a set my of ring set mail. Of I didn't buy mail. it. I just borrowed it. It was really rusty. <laughs> what the fuck? Ring yeah. mail? It was like... Oh. Um, you didn't look after it. <laughs> anyway, this thing, right? So he gave it to me Ring in mail. like about five Marks and Spencer's plastic bags that were reinforced, okay? So, because obviously if you put it in one Marks and Spencer bag... <laughs> reinforced If you put bag. it in one plastic bag... If you put it, you should have worn those. If you put it in one plastic bag, the plastic bag wouldn't have supported it. <laughs> you should have you worn. You had to have it in several plastic bags. <laughs> you should have worn an outfit made of reinforced plastic bags. <laughs> for Marks and Spencer... Okay, so ring so I mail. I this set of ring mail. And oh my ring god, mail. it was heavy as fuck, right? But it reduced all damage t- to me done by two. Okay, so if someone hit me, I took two less damage. Right, right. You had a certain amount of hit points. I had four hit points. Okay, not very much, obviously. I'm only level one. Um, oh my god. And I've got two armor or something. I think it was two. Maybe I only had one, actually. I think I actually only had one armor. I think my ring mail only gave me one. Anyway. I think you could get chain mail was two Jesus. and plate was like three. Anyway. What you could do is... You could also have a weapon skill, which would allow you to carry a certain weapon. So you could have one-handed axe, two-handed axe, one-handed sword, two-handed sword, but whatever. Katana, whatever. What weapon did you have? I borrowed my friend's have? one-handed axe. Okay? Oh, wow. And that's all I had. I didn't have a shield, I just had one one-handed axe, okay? And this axe was about the size of a spade. Like a, like a spade that you make sandcastles with? No, like or... a garden spade that you dig up in the garden with. It came up to about my waist, okay? Oh, so Jesus. the handle was about my waist. Right. So this was a one-handed axe, and it was quite wow. Wow. light, because it was obviously made of... What it's made of is it's like got a metal centre, okay? And then it's got a coating of like polystyrene around it but it's not really polystyrene it's like toughened polystyrene and uh it's all it's all sort of painted and it looks quite realistic um and what you have to do is when you actually go to the place you have to hand in your weapon and they check that it, that the metal bit isn't like jutting right. out anywhere and won't do any damage to anyone if you hit someone with it bloody hard Okay. I mean, this, this... So they actually have to inspect your weapons before you go to the place. <laughs> they inspect your weapons. <laughs> And you also have to sign several insurance waivers and stuff. So it's like pretty serious. So stuff. it's like like when you go to paintball, you know, you have to sign these forms before you go and play paintball. I it's can like imagine that. this camp guy, this camp captain, just stood there on his plate mail and he's got like a, a, a little clipboard and a pen and he's going, Oh I'm here to check your uh, check your weapons. Um, let's see that chopper of yours, Lewis. Except, um, what was your character name? Zephos. Oh, so everyone called sake. me Zephos for a week, which was pretty bad. <laughs> anyway, 
So I had one-handed axe, and I did one damage with my axe, okay? So I could hit someone with my axe. And if I actually managed to hit them on their body somewhere with the axe, I would say one when I hit them. And that would mean it would be one damage to them, okay? Right. The ring mail that you're wearing reduces damage by no, two. No, I think so. it only reduced damage by one. So I couldn't be damaged by shitty people. So if somebody is wearing... if if someone's wearing ring mail and you're hitting them for one damage, then it's reduced by one. You're doing no damage. Yeah, precisely. To um, there's no way they can hurt me. However, obviously there's different things. Like if you enchant your weapon, you can get it to like two. Um, to enchant your weapon, you you get you have to like. What do they do to? What do they do to show that a weapon's enchanted? Uh, they... Do they, like, spray it with, like, green paint? No, no, no. What they do is they get, like, a, a laminated card, which is, like, with a fluorescent yellow on it, <laughs> and it gets glued to the sword. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that shows that it's, like, a... laminated... A, it's, like, wow. a lammy. It's called a lammy. A lammy. Um, That's terrible. Did you have to wear, like, tights and a cod piece? No, no, I didn't. But I, I, I wore sort of um, dark jeans and a t-shirt, and then I put my armour on, my ringmail. Jeans? So every morning, it was freezing again, this place. England's always freezing. Whenever you go camping, it's bloody freezing. So we woke up about seven, you know, you put your t-shirt on, you put your your rusty ringmail on, which weighs an absolute ton. Ready yourself for battle. I, I swear to God, I, I had like totally bruised shoulders, because... Just from just from wearing the ring mail around all day, it was that heavy. Um, and when you actually go into combat with people, it's like the apocalypse has just dawned. And I I remember this very vividly. There was like, you know, Captain what's his face with his plate mail, and you know all of all like all the top people all got together and banded together, and they were, like deciding to like um, attack this fort that some other people were defending you know all of us were like ducking around in the forest outside this fort like saying you know get ready get ready it was all like really tense and we were gonna run in and we were gonna hack them all to pieces that was the plan so we ran at this fucking fort of this wooden fortification like the alamo Jesus. and they were all defending over the walls anyway we broke into the fort and we like started having this just there was kind of a line of us and a line of them Okay, and we were just like hacking at each other in like this this weird sort of Braveheart style melee with two lines of us, and I got like thumped on the head and knocked on the ground, and other people were like getting punched in the face with stuff. Someone had like what? a bleeding nose, and then Jesus Christ. it was ridiculous. It was really like it was it was so it was really scary. Um, it must be pretty scary actually, because people really get into it. I was really scared because everyone was yelling. People were smashing each other with these things. Ah, oh, it was astonishing. And then, right in the middle of it, someone like yelled, "Stop! Stop! 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 Stop!" And like the two sides split apart, the two lines broke apart. And he goes, "This this guy like in the middle yelled, I've dropped my glasses! I've dropped my glasses!'" <laughs> <laughs> oh so my the God. whole battle like stopped. For Second, and this guy like fumbled around. Oh, I've got him! I've got him! I've got him! <laughs> and they just raced and then they all each started other. Again. Yeah. Oh my I, god! I remember that so clearly. Oh, that's amazing. Because <laughs> that was the moment I just shook my head in disbelief. Oh.
That is amazing. Now that's a good story. That's probably the best story you've ever told. Oh man. That's it. It's all downhill from here. Did they eat like boar and stuff that had an apple in its mouth? Like roast boar. Oh, it was I, I really didn't come prepared because I didn't think it was gonna be. They've got quite like a as... massive turkey drumstick and they're just like, you know <laughs> tearing at it with their as it teeth. was. You know, people brought like uh boiling a bag meals and cooked them on fires and stuff. Whereas I didn't bring any of that shit with me. I brought like two packets of Pringles and four packets of jammy dodgers and that's about it. You know? <laughs> I didn't realise that there wasn't gonna be any fucking food in this whole place. You know, there was gonna be no I thought it was gonna be like going to paintball. You know, like you can stop after a while and go to McDonald's or whatever. You're like a barbarian. You're a barbarian going into battle. And all I had was like four packets of jammy dodgers jammy and like dodgers. some ready salted Pringles. Some guy's got a roast boar strapped to his back. You've got like a little Tesco bag with There's Pringles. That's all for this week. Um, Tune in next time, and goodbye.